The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Mark writes, Jesus, Simon, Andrew, James, and John went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. And immediately there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, dear saints, Mark's gospel, it's an interesting account of the life of Jesus. He provides no record of Jesus' birth narrative with shepherds, a, a manger, and wise men coming to visit. No, here we are still in chapter 1 of this gospel, and Jesus, well, he's already an adult, and he's there in the synagogue teaching with authority nonetheless. And there he is confronted by an evil spirit, a demon. And what's interesting about this is that this unclean spirit is the first to acknowledge who Jesus is. Now others, they took a while to do this and still others could not fully wrap their minds nor their hearts around Jesus's true identity. Now remember Jesus's question to his disciples later on that was presented in his ministry when he, he, he asks them, who do people say that the son of man is? And they reply to him, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But notice There was no confusion at all for this unclean spirit. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. James, in his epistle, he also elaborates on this very same thing. He writes in chapter 2, verse 10, You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that. And, and shudder. So what we're seeing in this gospel passage is the difference between knowing about someone 
and truly knowing someone. You see, the difference between knowing Jesus and knowing about Jesus, it's relational. You can read the Bible cover to cover, recite facts and figures, and quote this passage and that one, but that is not relational. It's simply knowledge. That is knowing about rather than truly knowing or being known by. And truly knowing is when we don't just know about Jesus, but we're able to confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and that we trust him with our whole life and all of our soul. And he knows us as well. This is when Jesus doesn't just become just one part of your life along with many other things, but is your very being, your very existence. Do you remember when Paul said, do you not know that your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit? You see, God is not meant to be another thing that we fit into our lives, but is our very life. Because when God is something that we just fit into our lives, when our lives seem to get difficult, then we can easily push God out of our lives when things seem okay. And that's when we might know about God, but don't really know God and have a relationship with the Lord in our hearts. Now, Peter, he's a good example to show us both of these situations at work. When Peter is asked that question, who do people say that I am? Well, he gives that list. Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then Jesus asks, but who do you? Say that I am. What about you? And Peter answers him. You are the Messiah, the son of the living God, to which Jesus replies, blessed are you for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father who is in heaven. Peter truly knows Jesus And Jesus knows him as well. But how quick does Peter resort back to his simple knowledge about Jesus when he is, when Jesus says that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things, that he must be killed and on the third day be raised again. Peter, he takes him aside and Well, he begins to rebuke him. He says, never, Lord. This shall never happen to you. But then Jesus, he turns and says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You don't not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. 
Notice this difference. Relationally, with his true knowledge, he understands Jesus to be his Lord and his Savior. He says, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. But sadly, when he faces danger, he reverts to what Peter only knows about Jesus, fueled by his merely human concerns. And that, that right there is where the rubber hits the road when it comes to our faith anyways. When we face difficulties and uncertainty, our natural instinct is for us to protect ourselves. As Luther said in the large catechism, whatever you run to in times of danger, that is your God. Having a relationship with the Lord compared to knowing about God Anyone who claims to know something does not yet have the necessary knowledge. But anyone who loves God is known by him as well. And that's an important distinction. Head knowledge knows about God. But truly knowing is where we are also known by God and have a relationship with him. So faith is more than just knowing about God. Knowing about Jesus, faith is being in a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. It's confessing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's not just knowing about Jesus. Because knowledge Well, knowledge won't sustain you when your back is against the wall and you face difficulty. When you cannot see a way through your uncertain situation and you can't rely on your own strength, but you turn to God, that is truly knowing. The book of Hebrews says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for an insurance about what we do not see. And in that, faith is not knowledge about God, but loving, believing, trusting, and truly knowing our God relationally. And that's the difference between the unclean spirit's confession that we had in today's gospel, knowledge about who God is, and Peter's confession of Jesus as our Messiah. He truly knows the Lord, and the Lord knows him. Who do you say that he is? Dear saints, God, he wants to be in a relationship with you. And he doesn't care if you can't recite every verse and chapter of the scriptures. He simply wants to be in a relationship with you and for you to call on him in times of trouble. As we read through many parts and many places of the New Testament, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 
May God grant this to you all and bring you peace. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. May it guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.